the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Free Show, talking about life, relationships, and achieving. Here's your host, Sue Freeze. So here we are again with the Sue Freeze Show, and I'm so thankful to be with you. You know, every week goes by, and there's things that happen for you and for me. And we can either just feel overwhelmed and feel victimized, or we can say, what's the lesson, Lord? What is it you want me to learn through this experiencing uh, experience I'm facing right now? And so I have really had to lean on faith a whole bunch this uh, last couple of weeks. So many things are coming at me and a lot to juggle. And I'm sure most of you can relate. It's like... You think that with this age when we're so electronically connected that life would be a lot easier. But you know what? I don't think so. I think that there's so many more distractions that can pull us away from the importance of what God wants us to do. Many times I will ask you to connect with me by going to Sue Freeze, spelled like fries when we're com. And by doing that, I ask you to have, you know, prayer request or if you have a need or if you want to just tell me a story or you have a suggestion on how this show could meet your needs better, I'm all ears and I really want to know. So in the last week, I received a message from a lady named Jan. There's lots of Jans out there, so that's as far as I'll go with that, as far as identification. But what she was saying is that she didn't feel that God is calling women to be driven or to be um, just wanting ambition, to have ambition. She just didn't feel that it's the right place for a woman to be driven and ambitious. And I, I had to think about that a bit because I am driven and a lot of my shows talk about being driven or, you know, fulfilling our purpose here on this earth. And whether we're a woman or a man really isn't the issue. The issue is, she was saying, is that shouldn't the real drive be to be holy? Okay, do they have to be one or the other would be my question back is, can you be driven and still be holy? And I believe you can. If my drive is to be fishers of men and women, then I'm doing what God has called me to do. If I'm driven to draw closer to the Lord, then I'm driven for a, a, a good reason. If I'm driven to create money or jobs so people can eat and sleep in comfort, then is that a bad thing? I don't think so. If If I was doing things for all of my good to be just totally focused on what I want and what's good for Sufri's, then I would say that's not being a holy person. But I would say that when I look in the mirror and I am talking to my Heavenly Father, that He's pleased with me. Could I get better? Yes. And I think if you asked yourself and looked at yourself in the mirror, I think we all can improve on how we are, who we are, 
you know, because we it's a journey and we have not arrived. We are still, uh, you know, we're a work in progress. I know I am. I'm a work in progress. And I'm enjoying the journey. But I've had to really lean on faith because there's a lot of things that we don't have control over, aren't there, in our lives. You know, things come to us and it's like, oh, I don't know what to do with this. And so the question on Sunday that our, my pastor brought up to me is, is that me and the whole congregation? I feel sometimes like he's just talking to me. Have you ever felt like that? And he said that the big question is, what do you want me to do, Lord? We have to ask the Lord, what do you want me to do? What do you want? What is my part in this picture? What is my part in this puzzle? What piece am I playing? What piece can I fulfill? And we have to lean on faith because sometimes we feel inadequate. We feel like we can't, uh, we can't do what God's wanting us to do. So we have to lean on faith. And sometimes things just become overwhelming. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you feel that? Have you ever felt that? Just this overwhelmingness of not knowing how to handle the next thing that's coming at you or the thing that's with you right now. Is this ever going to be over? Lord, you tell me you won't give me more than I can handle. But right now, I don't know how I can handle this. And the thing is, is we're not supposed to handle it alone, are we? You know, he's asking us to look up, to reach out, to ask him. And he will, he will, he will define, he will decide, he will give discernment, and he will tell you where you need to go and what you need to do. So today I was uh, in a meeting with uh, one of my advertising uh, organizations that I, that I market and advertise for Ecola Services. And uh, this gentleman, I just adore him. He's been in the business for 38 years. I've been in the business 37 years. And he said that he has a 12-year-old grandson. And he said every day when he's taking his grandson to school, he goes through these four things that he's telling his grandson he needs to, to do. Four things. And I said, could you write those down, please, because I'm going to the radio today, and I want to share this with, with those that are uh, joining me today. And so here they are. Here's four things. Tell the truth. Keep your promises. Respect your elders. And protect the vulnerable. Now, if you take those four things, I can put them on the website if you want to you know, get these later in case you're driving or something. Don't worry about it. Uh, you can go to the website and get it. But those are really good. And I'm like, that is so simple, isn't it? It's so simple. And God says to seek him first, right? He's telling you what to do in order to make things work smoother. Does it mean everything's going to go always your way? Alert, newsflash. No, it's not. It's not always going to go your way. But things are a lot better when you've got God right beside you, when you've got the Holy Spirit in you, when you, when you are asking him to direct your path. He says to do that, doesn't he? And then he says to love thy neighbor as thyself, right? How simple is this? Not always. But in the grand scheme of things, it's fairly simple. He's telling you what to do and telling you that if you do these two things, life is going to work out better for you and for me and the world. And if everybody in the world would do this, wow, what a wonderful place this would be. It's a small world after all, right? Did you go to Disneyland? I did. <laughs> anyway, the other thing he says is that always do the right thing, never do the wrong thing, and you know the difference. And if you think about that, we do know the difference, don't we? Don't you know when you're doing something wrong? I mean, isn't there this little voice saying, ooh, this doesn't feel good, I really shouldn't do this, but, or yeah, but, right? 
but always do the right thing. That's very good advice, and I, I just really wanted to share that, and I call him the Bobisms because that's that's what it is, the Bobisms, because his name is Bob, and I just I cherish my relationship, my friendship with him. It's wonderful. So today we're talking about faith. And I I am reading out of a book right now that was handed to me recently because um, I was asked to to pray for businesses, leaders, uh, with the National Day of Prayer. And it, the time of it was the Lord put this man in my path, which is no coincidence, and he just wrote this book, and this book coincided with the message that I felt the Lord wanted me to to say And so the book is called Bold Leadership, Biblical Principles for Marketplace Impact by Dr. Merlin Switzer. He's a wonderful, nice, kind man. And he gave me the only book that he brought because he could feel that I really, really, really desired it. So he gave it to me. And I thought that was so nice. And today I was walking down the hall and a person said, you know, I listen to your radio show. It's someone here at KKLA. Somebody that works here. And he says, I listen to your show every week, and I just have to tell you that I'm inspired by you, and I'm really, really wanting to read your book. And I said, which one? And he said, the Learning to Breathe book. And I said, oh. I said, you know what? I think I happen to have one copy with me today. So I paid it forward, and it felt really, really, really good to be able to do that. So I'm going to read from this book right now, give credit where credit is due. And here's what it says, and I think that you're all going to understand here a little more about faith. In spite of workplace challenges, and when I say workplace, it could be home place, it can be ministry, it can be anywhere. You know, if you're not uh, working in a job and you're a mother, that's the biggest, most important job of all. It really is. But in anything that you're doing, this information will uh, coincide and work for you. Uh, word, God's word says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 10, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He will make straight your paths. My Bible says he will make your path straight. So I'm reading from his. Anyway, be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce, then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. Now, when I read this in this contest and I context, and I told you that there was a lady that said she didn't feel that women uh, should be driven or, uh, you know, working for money, you know, g- generating money and, and, and working to be driven that way. I'm looking at this and I'm going, OK, is this only for men or is this for everyone? You know, and your wealth. He's saying, honor the Lord with your wealth. Okay, so we have to work in order to give money to provide for churches to be in business to to just do what the needs. You know, to help the needs, we can we can give one of two things. Right? You can give your time. You can well, two three things actually. You can give your time. You can give your talent, or you can give your money. Right? I just came up with that. It's not original, I'm sure, but. That just popped into my head. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And it's true, right? Those are the three sacrifices that you can make. And money is a sacrifice of your time, isn't it? You have to invest time in in order to get money out. And your gifts, what I I say all the time is, this show is about the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Because 
we each need to fulfill our purpose on this earth. And the best way each one of us can do this is by understanding what our gifts are, what God created us to do, because he provided the gifts that you need in order to produce the fruit that he's wanting from you. I happen to be a leader. I happen to be a businesswoman. I'm a mother. I'm a friend. I'm a sister. I'm, I'm all these things. But I am a leader, and I am called to do what I do. So if it means that I'm providing jobs for people so they can provide for their families, I'm not going to feel bad about that, and I'm not going to feel guilty that I'm not being holy. It's all in how we handle ourselves, right? Do I get angry? Do I cuss? Do I do the right thing? Those are the things that will create holiness or show holiness because you have to talk your talk and walk your walk, right? So from this one passage, God instructs us how to live life in a fallen world. Trust in the Lord. Put your faith in him. Do not trust in yourself. Seek the counsel of God and other mature believers. Acknowledge him. Give God glory for what happens in your life. Good and bad. Give him the glory. Do not think yourself wise. Rather, be humble. Turn away from doing evil. Avoid opportunities that are contrary to biblical principles. Honor God by giving him a portion of your fruit. Tithe on your earnings. So if you're not working, you're not driven, and you're not making any money, you can't really, you can't tithe, can you? Because you're not going to have any money to tithe, right? So it's important that we understand these principles. You're listening to The Sue Free Show on our flagship station, KKLA 99.5. Thank you, San Diegans, for listening all the way up and down the coast, Ventura, KDAR, all the way up to Paso Robles. Thank you so much for listening. And now with the Internet all over the world. Those of you in London and Paris that are listening, thank you so much for tuning in. My podcasts are on Sue Free, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. Go there and listen in to subject matters that can help you and inspire you and encourage you to, to be more, do more, and just feel God's presence in your life. You know, there was a time when I felt so empty, so unworthy to receive God's love and I can tell you it's such a desert. It's such a bad place to be. And for those of you that are feeling the desert, that you're just so dry and you don't feel loved and you don't feel worthy to receive what he has for you, talk to him in, in the quietness of your own room. Just take a deep breath in and out and just ask him to come into your life, into your world. Ask him to just come into the room, be present with you. And he says, ask, and you shall receive. There's so much hurt in this world. There's so much pain, so much brokenness. I know I've been there, and I know what it feels like firsthand. And I wouldn't be where I am right now if I hadn't endured my brokenness to realize the Lord is there. He is my Savior, and he's the one that picks me up and gets me back up again. And I just want to encourage those of you that are feeling really, really down, like you're, you're just on the ground and you can't seem to find your footing to get back up. Just ask him. And then find a safe friend. Find somebody. Ask him to provide somebody for you. Okay? Then the book goes on and says, As we practice these six principles, God promises to make our paths straight, heal and refresh us, and provide for our needs. 
It doesn't mean there aren't thorns and thistles. The key point here is that God created our world. His intent was for man to work. Does that mean women don't? Mm, I don't know. To be a steward of portions of it. God provided us with principles that can help us navigate the many potential challenges that face us on a near daily basis. Too often, without following God's model, leaders create an environment that saps the life out of employees. Rather than a love-based, God-honoring relationship between leaders and followers, a transactional relationship is established where employees have little or no input. Leaders expect blind obedience. Pay and working conditions are below standard, and the employee is viewed as an expendable means to an end. That's a sad place to work. I don't think I would want to work there, right? By the way, side note, E. Cola is hiring, and I just want you to know that we have seven offices. We cover from San Diego all the way up to Paso Robles. And if you know somebody or if you are a person that's a quality person that has a good driving record and you want a career, not a job, please connect with thetermitelady.com and give us your resume and we will interview you because we are in need. We are so busy that we can't keep up with the flow right now. Good problem to have, but it's still a problem. So if you know somebody and you're looking for something new, if somebody would have told me I was going to be in the bug business, I would have said you're absolutely crazy. But I will tell you the bug business has been very good for me and it's good for the employees that we have. We're doing great, but we need more of you. So... That was just a little commercial. Just saying. Part of God's design or purpose for man was to work, which included having dominion over the other things God had created. I'm just going to stop there and not read any more of this because I just want to say to you that, you know, God created an order for everything. I mean, he has an order for everything. He created Adam and then he realized Adam was enough. So then he created Eve and he, you know, he asked Adam to name all the animals on the earth, which gave dominion over them. So when you read the Bible and you understand these things, you have to understand that what is faith, right? What is faith? So I have another article here from a Randall Riker, and it's from June 19th, 2014. And this is what it says. Jesus Christ asked a question in Luke 18, 8, when the son of man comes Will he really find faith on the earth? The fact that he even had had to ask is a good indication that faith will be scarce at the time of his return. It always has been. Hebrews 10.35 states that the just shall live by faith. The Bible is full of promises for this life and for eternal life in the kingdom of God. Hebrews 1, 1 and 2 tells us that God created the world through Jesus Christ. In essence, Christ was asking, will I find people who believe this? The evidence is in the Bible and in the physical creation around us. Will we have the faith to believe it? What is faith? Faith is defined in the first verse of the faith chapter of the Bible. Faith chapter in the Bible. Do you know where that is? Hebrews 11. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Think about that for a minute. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. So let me ask you, do you have anything that you're hoping for? Is there anything in your life that you're hoping for? The evidence of things not seen. Okay, so what does that mean exactly? You have things you're hoping for, but there's no evidence that you're going to get them. I have a dream that was given to me by the Lord. 
when I was 10 years old. It still hasn't come to fruition, but I lay it out there because I believe that if God put it in there, it's supposed to happen. But I also believe that it's much bigger than me. And the dream is is a, a ranch for domestic violence, mother and children, to where mother and children can come and stay at this ranch and they can take care of and get loved by the horses and the animals. And it's a win-win by both parties. And it gives the mother a chance to learn healthy boundaries, to get her foot firmly planted on the ground, get her faith firmly planted in her heart so that she can become the mother that her children are so desperately needing her to be. You know, it's so important in this time. There is so much of this going on behind closed doors. And out of fear and a lack of courage to step out and find safety, a lot of women are staying in this situation. And it's not healthy. It's not good for the mother. It's not. It's definitely not good for the children. And it just kind of, you know, does this whirlwind thing, this spiral effect and this ripple effect that just keeps going and going and going. So somebody has to put their foot down and say enough is enough. The Greek word for faith in Strong's Concordance, which means persuasion, conviction of religious truth, conviction of the truthfulness of God or reliance on God. Convince to assent to evidence or authority or to rely on by inward certainty. Inward certainty. I love that. I've never heard it put that way before. Inward certainty. It's inside of you. You know beyond no, without a shadow of a doubt, you know that it's real, that it's true, that you believe it. Substance, support or assurance. The word evidence means proof or conviction. You know, in, 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 in court, you need to have physical evidence. You know, it's like, give me the evidence. Show me. Show me the proof, right? But with faith, it's, you, you, you can't see it. It's like the wind. You can't see the wind. You see, the, you see what happens with the wind, but you don't see the wind. And they relate the Holy Spirit to wind. You don't see the Holy Spirit, but you can sense the Holy Spirit. The verse tells us that faith is assurance that we will receive the things for which we hope, and it supports the knowledge that we will receive them. The Bible has promises for blessings in this life if we obey God, and it also contains promises for eternal life in the kingdom of God. Faith is the assurance that we will receive those promises. Faith is also the evidence or proof of what we cannot see or what we have not seen yet. By faith, we know that God made the universe— Although we cannot see God and we were not present at the creation, faith is the evidence or proof that God exists. And it is also the evidence that he will keep his promises, even though we have not seen those promises yet. You know, they don't say really step of faith, do they? They say leap of faith because you have to take a leap. You have to take that leap. And, and, you know, you might not have something that's not like, a, you know, you have a sand pit at the bottom. Sometimes the decisions we make and we have to just step out. It's not, it's a leap out. It's not a step out. It's a leap out and we have to do that. This verse does not define faith in terms of the five senses like sight, hearing, touch, smell, and taste. If we could perceive the object of our faith, we would not need faith. We will be back with more of the Sufri Show right after this brief break. 
Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother, Andy Cola, cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. We are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. E. Cola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. E. Cola termite and pest control. 877-332-BUGS. All right, it's David James. My friend, Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola, is here. And, Sue, you were just telling me that allergies and termites have something in common? Dave, if you have a problem with termites in your home but also suffer from allergies and chemical sensitivity, we offer an array of termite control services that will be able to solve your problem without putting your health at risk. Our Ecola heat process uses extreme heat instead of chemicals to kill and remove termites and any other pests that may be infesting your home. Yes, and you were telling me about the awesome electro gun treatments it sends electricity through the wood and you use it as part of your termite control services they're very effective so if you are concerned with your health and are sensitive to chemicals know that we have an array of options for termite control don't sacrifice your health or the health of your home call ecola termite pest control services now 800-332-BUGS 800-332-BUGS or termitelady.com ecola powerful termite and pest control as gentle as a butterfly. Here's your host, Sue Freeze. All right, so we're back from the break, and thank you, Ecola Termite and Pest Management Services, for sponsoring this show. I don't know what we would do without Ecola. It's been a great experience, and we are here for you, so give us a call. And if you can't remember the number, it's okay. Just remember termitelady.com and just click on there and find us. Also, suefreeze.com, if you go there, when you go there, not if, when, I'm, I'm really believing that you will go there before it happens, uh, go there. And on the second tile, there is affirmations, new affirmations or new IMs, I think is what's listed. And what those are is those are uh, what God says about you. Okay, I am, you know, because we have all these other people and these voices telling us what we're not. And I think it's really important. So does God. That's why he has so many of these uh, for us to understand who we are in Christ. So some of them are like this. Okay, uh, you are a new creature. So you could say, I am a new creature. I am blessed. I am victorious. I am set free. I am more than a conqueror. And the list goes on. I've got three pages. Uh, you can get a download of these IMs on my website. You can click on there and get them free. I'm giving you something for free. Yay. You also could get one of my two books or both of my books by going on there and, and ordering them on there. And when you order them that way versus Amazon or some other way, uh, I will autograph, sign them, uh, give you a little message and send them off to you quickly. The IMs are so important because, like I said, we get a lot of negative feedback don't we during the day i know I, I do you know and some of it is my own and i have to capture my words you know i have to hold them captive and i have to say no you know when i hear somebody say i'm starving right just i'm starving i'll say no you're not 
you're not starving. You might be hungry, but you're not starving because there are starving children out there, but you're not one of them. And so we have to we have to hold our words captive because our brain hears our words. So if that's true in the negative world, it's also true in the positive world. So this whole new I am's are for you. If you go on there and you click on there, there are videos that I talk you through the process to explain the importance of it and how there's been studies to show that your life will change by doing just this this exercise. If you do this daily for 30 days, you will find that you will be a different person. You will walk different. Your shoulders will be back. You will feel better and you will think better and you will hold your words captive if you just go there and you just do this. I highly recommend it. It's been proven. It's tried and true. So just go there and do it. Okay. Uh, If you need help, I mean, it's something you can do. You know, we're always looking at, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. And I have people calling me saying, well, I have this problem, so I can't do this. And I have this problem. I can't do that. And I say, what can you do? Okay, let's focus on what you can do, not what you can't do. Okay, so what can you do? What are you good at? What do you want to do? Where's your passion? Where's the fire in your belly? You know, where is that? Let's go there. Let's focus on that. Okay, because what was was it's gone. Bye bye. Let's focus on what is right here in front of us. You know, I'm almost 60 years old. Okay, so when I think about 60, and I'm thinking, how many years do I have left? And I'm going to make every minute count. I have for my first 60. But for the second 50, 60, whatever, I guarantee you, I'm going to make the most of every minute. And you should, too, because you only have so many hours in the day and you have so many days in your life. Okay, and they're already pre-numbered. So let's make the most of them. Can we let's make every day, every moment count. So the longer you spend in the negative realm, the longer you're not doing what God has purposed you to do. Okay, and if that's a wake up call and you're feeling offended right now, maybe you need to be, you know, because wake up. Smell the roses, smell the coffee, but let's get off of this negativity and let's get onto the positive world and let's, let's make it happen and believe and have faith that God has us and God wants what's best for us. He's created us for something. I know on my, on my uh, funeral, I want to be up above my funeral and I want to be looking down and I want to have the people that I've touched, the people that are changed because Sue Freeze has touched their lives. I've made a significant difference, and and it could be just a smile. It could be a card. It could be a thank you. It could be a, I don't know what it is, but I make an effort in my life, and I'm hoping you understand that I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I'm just being intentional with my life, with my words, with my deeds. I'm trying to make this world a better place, one person at a time. And I think that if everybody had this attitude instead of an entitlement or I deserve better, that type of attitude, if we had people, if all of us could just gather around and do what God said, put him first, love thy neighbor as thyself. If we all did that, can you imagine? And if we were all servants, if we served one another and put others before ourselves, what would our world look like right now? I just, oh, amazing. Just saying. If, if that hit a nerve, you know, if you're feeling something, maybe you were, it, maybe that's why that came out of my mouth, because that wasn't part of this today. But it needed to be said, and, and maybe it's for you. I don't know, but God knows. So if it's for you, you know, have a funeral for those negative thoughts, okay? Just put them aside. Put them to bed and say, okay. I have grieved enough about all of that stuff that's happened to me in my life, and I'm going to move forward, and I'm going to be better from this day forward. 
and I'm going to move into the positive realm. I'm going to go on to SueFreeze.com, and I'm going to get her I am's, and I am going to start today to build my future, to be better, a better person, a person that other people are going to want to be around, a kind person, a loving person, not a judging person. There's totally a difference between loving and judging. I think we all know that. Faith is not a substitute for keeping the law of God. Read all of James 2, 14 through 24, including faith without works is dead. You can have faith, but if you don't work your faith, it's like I interviewed a girl yesterday and I just said, you sound beyond wonderful. Now, if you just walk what you're talking, we're going to be happy here. And she started today. And so far, so good. But I'll keep you posted, okay? We want living faith. If faith without works is dead, then faith with works is living faith. How do we receive faith? Knowing how we obtain faith helps us to understand what faith is. It is not something that we just work up or find within ourselves. Read Romans 6, 3, 7 in the baptism chapter. When we are baptized, we are baptized into Christ's death. Verses 3 and 4 show that we demonstrate our faith in his death, burial, and resurrection. This much is our own faith. But our own faith is not sufficient, is it? Ephesians 2.8 states, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Faith is a gift of God. Galatians 2.16 tells us what we need, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law, for by the works of the law, no flesh shall be justified. I, in King uh, James Version, verse 20, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Again, the interlinear translates it as of. We are to live by Christ's faith in us. It's his gift to us. When Jesus lived as a human being, he knew that he could accomplish nothing of true value on his own. We cannot do anything spiritually on our own. Either we need God's faith in us. Did you hear that? We cannot do anything spiritually on our own. We need to have the Lord. We need to have the Holy Spirit. How is faith produced? It is a part of the fruit of God's Holy Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. If we pray for more of God's Holy Spirit, we should receive more faith. Romans 10.17 describes another way to receive more faith. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The word of God is the Holy Bible, which helps us to develop faith. We have also seen that we can receive faith by prayer and Bible study. So faith comes by hearing, and that goes back to the I am's again. Your faith, you can build your faith of who you are in Christ, the value he placed on you. He died for you. You are valuable. You are worthy. He loves you. And if you were the only person on this earth, he died for you. If that's not enough to realize how important you are to him, I don't know what else I can say. You are important to him. You are a child of God. And he wants you to fulfill your purpose here on this earth. 
and you are victorious. And if you start saying that every day, I'm victorious, even though you don't feel it, say it out loud. Let your brain hear your words. And it is proven that your brain and your soul hears your words better. It goes deeper than if somebody else is saying them to you. So just understand that that's how it works. Did you know that you are an ambassador for Christ? Did you know that? So you can say, I am an ambassador for Christ. Ambassador? Wow. That's pretty, pretty incredible. That's pretty special. And you're more than a conqueror. And you're complete in him. These are just some of the I am's. I'm just reading them. Did you know that he says you are chosen? Did you know that you're chosen? You were chosen. He knows every hair on your head. He knows every word before you speak it. When you were in your mother's womb. That's what it says in the Bible. And his Bible, the Bible is true. The scriptures are real. And they're for today. I, I just, you know, when I, I finally grasped this, I think I was 25, 26, and I was going through a really hard time, maybe even older than that. I had two children, little ones. And when I finally grasped that the Lord died for me and that he could wash all my sins away, everything that I did that I was not proud of, everything that made me feel that I was unworthy to receive his love, when he became real to me, And I understood faith and I understood grace. That word grace is like my most special word of all. And it will become yours if it's not already. But when I really grasped that, when I really got a hold of that and I understood, I cried like cried and cried and cried because I thought, wow, that's pretty amazing to be washed white, clean as snow, just pure and white as snow that all of my sins have been washed away so that I could receive him completely. And he loves me and he loves you. And those of you that this is touching and piercing your heart right now, I feel you. I feel you. I really do. And just understand that he's there for you and he wants you to be with him as his daughter and his son. And he will forgive you Forgiveness is yours. Just ask him to forgive you and he will forgive you and he will wash all of that away with his grace. And it comes from faith, right? There's nothing to support this other than his word. So we have to believe his word and have faith that it's real. And we know it is when you read it. It becomes so, oh my goodness, it's just so real. We must overcome ourselves, Satan, and the world around us. The armor of God for fighting Satan, the devil, is listed in Ephesians 6, 11, 19. And that includes the shield of faith. The shield of faith. We strive to love each other, and we need faith in order to have true love. In Philippians 3, 9, the King James Version states, And be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Righteousness is from faith. Righteousness is defined in Psalm 119. God's commandments, that is, his spiritual law, and Romans 13.10 says, Love is the fulfillment of the law. Putting these verses together, we see that love comes from the faith of Christ. Do you want his love? Do you want to feel his presence? It's really simple what you need to do. Most readers of the Bible have heard of Daniel in the lion's den described in Daniel 6. But 
they might not have noticed why he was put there. The king was tricked into signing a decree stating that nobody was to petition any god or man except the king for 30 days. Daniel had the faith to pray to God as he usually did in an obvious place. He was caught and put in the lion's den. But God protected him and used the incident to teach the king about the true God. Daniel prospered after that and is referred to in Hebrews 11.33, which mentions those who through faith stopped the mouths of lions. So faith in our lives, if we have faith, we know that God is able to work miracles in our lives, that he can protect us physically and heal us. He will provide for our needs. And often, he will even provide for our wants. Most importantly, by faith, he will develop his holy, righteous character in us in order that we can become members of his family. Do you want to be part of his family? I know I am a part of his family. And uh, my hope for you and my desire for you is for you to be able to say that, that you are part of God's kingdom and that you are a conqueror, you are victorious, you know, my son's going through a very tough breakup and he wouldn't want me talking about it. And all I'm going to say is, is that, you know, sometimes we know what to do, but it's just so difficult to do it. It's just so difficult to do it. And I know there's someone out there that knows what you need to do, but you're just having a hard time taking that step leap of faith. So whatever it is, look up. Ask the Lord to provide you with discernment and courage to take that leap of faith if you need to. Count the costs of what you're deciding and your decisions and, you know, write up the laundry list of pros and cons on any situation. It's an important thing to do. And get and seek godly counsel. In all things, we need to seek godly, godly counsel because we want to do what God wants us to do, right? What do you want me to do, God, right? Ask that question. God, what is it you want me to do in this situation? Please show me. Beyond a doubt, show me what you want me to do. And then once you ask the question, wait. But have laser beam focus and pay attention to what's happening. Because things happen and sometimes we might miss it. So you've got to understand that you've got to be paying attention, close attention to what's going on. It could be a person that walks into your life. It could be a phone call. It could be an email. It could be any way that the Lord is trying to provide you with the answers that you've asked for. But if you're close-minded, or if you're not paying attention, you might miss it. And I know I don't want you to miss it. I want you to get all that the Lord has for you because you need to fulfill your purpose here on this earth. And I know that the Lord is going to reveal himself. I have faith that through this show that you're going to share this with others And I believe that there's healing that can happen just by the words that were spoken on the show today. You know, before I come on the show, I pray about the show. I prepare for the show. I want it to be, you know, a life-changing show. And it's not me. It's the Lord working through me. And the Lord wants to work through you, too. And it could be something so simple. If you're a senior citizen... And you're not working, you don't have a full-time job, and you're sitting in the pew. I just uh, I heard this message today, and I thought it was so beautiful. And it was about this man who, he, he's a widower, and he's sitting in the pew by himself. And he answered the call to get involved with some young boys in church. 
They were uh, a swim team. And he was in the Olympics a long, long, long time ago as a swimmer. He won uh, some award and, and amazing. They didn't give a name, so I don't know the details. All I know is this man, very quiet and maybe lonely now because his life has changed, sitting in the pew by himself, and now he's involved with a swim team, and he goes to the swim meets now. He has something to do, Right. And we're called to do that. We're called to give back. We're called to help the young ones. And I, I, I was inspired by the show on the radio because I was thinking, wow, there's so many elderly people that reach out to me. And they are widowers, a lot of them. And they've had a long love life uh, with their spouse. And it's wonderful stories that I hear. And I'm thinking some people never experience that. They never feel that love and that relationship that true, intimate, long-suffering relationship. And then they're left alone. So what I'm saying is if you are alone, if you're feeling by yourself and you're just feeling like, why, God, or what am I supposed to do or what do you want me to do and you're not sure, answer the call. If somebody's calling out for you and asking for help or a volunteer or just somebody to come alongside, answer the call. Maybe that's what you're supposed to do right now. Maybe it's the simplest thing, just getting out of bed, taking a shower, get yourself up, brush yourself off. Let's move into a new dimension. Let's, let's get the show on the road, as they say. Let's get her done. Read your Bible. Pray without ceasing, he says. Pray without ceasing. What does that mean exactly? It doesn't mean outwardly closing your eyes all the time wouldn't get anything done if we were closing our eyes all day and didn't do anything else. But he says pray without ceasing. We can pray with our eyes open. We can pray when we're walking. We can pray when we're driving. We can pray, Lord, show me what I'm supposed to be doing right now. What an amazing question, right? So that's what I'm going to say to you. That's the message I have for you is if you're not sure if you have faith, read the Bible, read the scriptures, understand Hebrews 11.33, understand faith. I'm going to read out of the book that I read out of every week almost. Jesus calling, enjoying peace in his presence. Taste and see that I am good. The command contains an invitation to experience my living presence. It also contains a promise. The more you experience me, the more convinced you become of my goodness. This knowledge is essential to your faith walk. When adversities strike, the human instinct is to doubt my goodness. My ways are mysterious, even to those who know me intimately. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways and thoughts higher than your ways and thoughts. Do not try to fathom my ways. Instead, spend time enjoying me and experiencing my goodness. And the scriptures that follow, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Psalm 34, 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. You know what's so amazing, and I've said this so many times, if you're a regular listener to my show, you know this already, but Jesus Calling is a book. It's called Enjoying Peace in His Presence by Sarah Young. And you know, every time I come in to do the radio show, I already have based on my prayer and asking the Holy Spirit to guide what he wants me to talk about today. I already have that. And then I open up to the date I'm on, 
and I read what's on the date I'm on. And it's amazing to me, and I'm not kidding you, I didn't know that faith was mentioned in today's message on Jesus Calling. I had no idea that that was there. But God did. And see, that's just showing his presence, isn't it? It's showing that he's real, he's there, and he's there for you. He's there for me. He's there for those that want to join his family. And he doesn't want even one sheep to to fly away or go away or walk away. He wants all the sheep in his flock to come towards him. That's what he longs for. And he wants us to go after that, that sheep that might have strayed, right? So you might be the one that's being called to bring another sheep in because we're supposed to be fishers of men, right? So do what you can do. Answer the call for him. And if you're not sure of your faith, ask the Lord to just give you that, to fill you up with faith, and go to my com site and look up the IMs so that you can do this daily, okay? Every morning, every night. If you do this, I guarantee you, you will change in your mind. You will change in your mind. So God bless you. Be a blessing to those you come in contact with each and every day. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye. It's that time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. Ecola has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. Ecola keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call Ecola today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.